This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, my email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And we're heard Monday through Friday right here on the Starcom Radio Network, the Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and, of course, Exxon Broadcast Network. Our guest this hour is Ashley Garrison. She's been working in the paranormal field for two years, but it has always been a constant area of curiosity and somewhat obsession for her. Ashley has been running her group, Proof Positive Paranormal, for one year, and she is still an active member and volunteer with other paranormal groups in the area. Joining us now is Ashley Garrison. Ashley, welcome to the X-Zone. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. All right, Ashley, what was it in your little life that caused you to have an obsession about the paranormal? Actually, there was nothing that prompted me to be interested in it. I can just, as long as I could remember, I've always been interested in ghosts and watched the ghost shows, and I've just always wanted to be the ghost hunter, you know what I mean? So, yeah, there's nothing that prompted me, really. Why did you want to be a ghost hunter? Um... Because it's, that's kind of a hard question to answer. Um, I wanted to be a ghost hunter because I wanted to understand what happens to you after you die in the non-religious sense. Okay, so what have you discovered so far? I've discovered that ghosts are very real. (laughs) Very, very real. (laughs) And how did you discover that? Through my investigations and the evidence that I've captured and the amount of evidence that I've captured in just the small amount of time that I've been investigating, I mean, I've captured some pretty amazing evidence and, you know, I've had, you know, given my stuff to 
people to review that are experts in the field or with cameras and stuff, and they can't even explain half the stuff that we've caught in before. So it's just, it. and the more I catch, the more I want to do it, and it, the more questions that come up. So I think it's just going to be something that's never ending for me, really. What's some of the evidence that you've gotten with your equipment? I have caught in full-bodied apparitions. I've caught in EVPs that are very clear and audible. I mean, yeah. So uh, most of it has been uh, photo evidence and EVPs, I would have to say. It's a lot of uh, digital evidence. And where did you get your experience to become a ghost hunter? Uh, Self-taught. I really didn't have any formal training. I When I had first started... I uh, started investigating with this one group, and uh, I just kind of, I'm just the kind of person that kind of likes to do things my own way, so I kind of, I still do hunt with the other groups in the area, but I just kind of like leading my own group because it gets done the way I want it to. So are you a controlling person? (laughs) In the paranormal world, absolutely. (laughs) When it comes to investigations, I am a one-track mind. I really don't focus on anything other than that, the investigation. And I can kind of seem overbearing, I guess. All right, but let me ask you, where did you get the experience to call yourself an investigator? Like investigators go to school. They take courses. They, they, you know, if you're a police investigator, you're taught, you learn, you study. So what did you do to become an investigator? I, like you said, I I studied just not in school. You know, I don't have a degree. You know, I don't have this fancy title, you know, Mm -hmm. to me. I'm just kind of a blue-collar investigator or, you know, ghost hunter, whatever you prefer to call it. Um, I just basically taught myself. And, you know, with the amount of success that I've had and, you know, the things that I've came across, I think that's pretty good enough, you know, because, I mean, who can really call themselves an expert in this field because it's all kind of based in theory anyways, right? I disagree with you there. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Ashley Garrison is my guest. She is the founder of Proof Positive Paranormal. Their website is Proof Positive. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 
Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Ashley Garrison is our guest. Her group is Proof Positive Paranormal Group NW.com. You know, before we went to the break, uh, you, you know, I, I said I disagreed with you because there are some people who are highly qualified who have taken courses, caught courses, have doctorates. For the for example, the late Dr. Hans Holzer, one of the foremost authorities on paranormal researcher. Then you had Ed and uh, Lorraine uh, Warren. Once again, they had a very long and successful career. Lloyd Auerbach teaches courses in parapsychology. So, yeah, there are experts out there, in my opinion. So what makes you the expert that they are? Well, I guess it would just be a self-experience, you know what I mean? Like, I've helped Mm -hmm. quite a few people with, you know, hauntings in their homes and stuff like that, and I've kind of opened a few people's minds to the thought of it, you know, I Maybe I'm not an expert in the sense of mm-hmm. education, but I'm an expert in the sense of the, maybe not the fieldness. Yeah, right. I don't know. I guess I would just have to say it's, it's all basically self-taught. It just kind of came naturally to me, and it's something that I just have an act for. I don't know. I, I really can't explain it, I guess. So, so you're a self-proclaimed expert? Yeah, I guess. All right. Tell me about your group, Proof Positive Paranormal. When did you guys get together? How many are there and in your group? And what is your what is your goal? Well, we uh, first started when, oh, let's see, about, yeah, about two years ago. Um, it was me and my ex-husband who actually founded the group. Um, it was right after I had, like I had said, when I was hunting with another group, and I just really didn't like the style of the, the way that they did their investigations. It was floppy in a sense. So I basically started my own group, and... I recruited investigators, and some stayed, some don't. I understand this isn't a field for everybody. You know, it it is terrifying at some times, and sometimes nothing happens at all. So, you know, you're sitting in a really cold place for hours on end. And um, so, yeah, it is really hard to uh, keep investigators on the group. We have about four right now that mm-hmm. are permanent. My, my mom is the one. She's the case manager. She kind of deals with the computer and the website and getting a hold of people and stuff like that because I'm, like I said, I'm a one-track mind. I, I go for the investigations. I don't want to have to sit there and deal with the computer part of it. You right. know? So um, my ultimate goal in paranormal investigating would be, actually, it would have to be, I want to know, this is my personal driven goal, is I want to know how they hold their intelligence. Because ghosts, in my experience, they remember you. They know you by name, they can tell you things about you, you know, that they shouldn't know, and that's intelligent. They can remember who they were and things like that. So I want to know, like, without the body, without the brain, how does the intelligence carry over? That is my ultimate curiosity, because if we can still be that in Mm -hmm. death, then there is no such thing as it. It's just transformation from one form to another, you know, it's pure energy in that sense, so... How come some stay behind and how come some don't? You know, why do they stay? Why do they help or why? That's my ultimate goal. I want to know 
how they still think. That's my thing is I don't understand it and it drives me crazy. So what do you think about Albert Einstein's uh, theory when he said, we are all beings of light? Now that would seem to be the statement that he is making that there is a connection between the spirituality of a ghost, a spirit, that can actually be traced and proven scientifically. What do you have to say about that? I would absolutely have to agree with that because my theory, I guess, would be that our souls are but white, pure energy, light. You know, it's, we are forms of energy in a sense. And when we are souls, you know, I mean, they can imprint themselves on recorders or cameras and without you seeing them with your own two eyes, you know, that's energy that takes an amazing amount of energy. You know, the equipment that we use detects them by fluctuations in energy. So it's, I believe absolutely that Einstein was right about that. A lot of people in the paranormal field like to use buzzwords and phrases like quantum physics. Now, can you give me your description or explanation of quantum physics as it relates to the investigation of the paranormal? Quantum physics? Um, yeah, probably, yeah, the universe. Hmm? That's all, it, that's all I really could, it's just energy. That's all I could really say about it is, is that we are all connected. Everything on this planet is connected yeah. by energy in a sense. Uh, all right, but how, how, does, but how does quantum physics work in conjunction with paranormal investigators? And what are you seeking when a paranormal investigator tries to establish a link between quantum physics and spirituality? That's not something that I do, so I really couldn't put my two cents in on that. Oh, you know, I, I don't really... I guess you could say... Yeah, I'm not really the... Like I said, I'm not... I don't have the degree or anything like okay. that, but the evidence that I've cast and stuff like that, I mean, I... I don't present evidence that I think is fake or I can recreate or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like I go and I put my nose to the grind when it comes to evidence. You know, I make sure that it's not fake or it's not something that I, anybody can misconstrue, misconstrue as being something other than what it is. On your website, uh, this is a quote. Uh, it, it, I'm sorry, I'm paraphrasing here. Their organization claims that it is leading a profound transformation in the country. What... Transfer, what pro, uh, profound transformation are you leading? Well, yeah, I guess it would just be the acceptance of a ghost, you know, because, I mean, in the last 10, 15 years, yeah. the paranormal has become more accepted than it has ever been. Because why? Well, because of TV shows and Hollywood and all that stuff. You know, well, I'm trying to re undo what Hollywood did. But... When it comes, but, but well, I'm looking at the statement leading a profound transformation, and what you just described to me, what you're doing, 16,000 other groups in the United States are trying to do the same thing. So, what is profound about what you're doing? Well, because I think my, I guess the difference between other groups and my group is that I want to not only help the people that are being affected, but I mm -hmm. want to educate the communities around me. You know, I don't think a lot of the groups kind of focus on that, on really educating people on what these things are. Like, not every ghost experience is terrifying. And I mean, when you're a little child and you experienced a ghost in your house and you were so terrified, okay, well, was the ghost really trying to harm you or was mm -hmm. it just there? You know, like, you have to be able to determine what is terrifying and what's not you have to i'm trying to basically 
open people's minds to the acceptance that it's not something that's crazy because people are afraid to ask for help, you know, and things like this. I think if the community was more aware of it, that if somebody was feeling something like this, they could feel safe going to a neighbor because the neighbor's going to be like, okay, well, this is something that isn't going to be shunned upon, like how it has been the last, you know, since we've been alive, since humans have been existent, you know, that ghosts have always been, you know, taboo. And, it's, you yeah. know, if your house is haunted, you're crazy or you're on medication or something like that. Well, I can sit here and say that it's not, you know, you are not crazy. And it's not something that you are imagining when somebody sits there and says, mm-hmm. oh, it's just your imagination. I call BS because you know what? I'm sure some of it is. Okay, oh, I've now, met a uh, lot of people okay, in now, this slow field. Down, that slow are, down, slow down, slow down, slow down. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Now, you, you said you wanted to educate people about the paranormal, but how yeah. can you educate something, uh, people about something that hasn't been established? Well, I mean, it's, I guess it would just be kind of the more being able to understand it, you know what I mean? It's um, not necessarily, well, you guys, you're not helping. Sorry, I've got, like, my other in- investigators, like, telling me what to say, mm-hmm. and it's, like, getting me a computer. So, um my education would just basically be, okay, these things are spirits, okay, but, you know, they're human, most of them, and they do respect you if you respect them, too. You know, it's something that I I understand that it's scary and it's overwhelming when you're experiencing these things, but if you can really look at it in the logical sense of it, that these are people, these are not things that are you know, from some fairy tale or some made-up story. These are people that we knew or people that just need help or don't understand why they're here still. Like, if people could understand that, okay, well, if you ask for these things to happen or you do something that can create a haunting, because a lot of people can create the hauntings in their house because of acknowledging it. No house, I don't believe, is not visited by any kind of spirit because they walk everywhere they're everywhere so i think if people were more aware to that that they are everywhere and they're not there to just necessarily hurt you they bottom line want to communicate with you then maybe it would be less scary maybe it wouldn't be some scary story that you would tell your kids so they'd be good at night you know or it's not going to be some story that hollywood's gonna twist into be some something that is bad because a lot of the stories that they tell are bad, and it's not not all of my experiences mm-hmm. have been bad. I've I cried because of the, some of the experiences I had. Sure, you but, feel but the pain and the but what we're you know it sounds like you're describing a society that needs babysitting more than anything else. Like if a person cannot fathom or acknowledge what they're watching on TV is fiction. If they don't go, if they go to a movie or see a, a production that was done in Hollywood on television, and if they can't understand that oh. it is fiction, you know, something's wrong with that person. Unfortunately, I believe a lot of the society is like that. You know, I've come across a lot of people who really don't comprehend anything about the paranormal. It's kind of like, oh, like you are teaching a five-year-old about it. Like I've had some of these stupidest questions ever asked to me before, you know, like, Oh, you're like the ghostbusters. It's like, seriously, like they are connecting that with us. And that is not what we do. You know, it's not, we're not out there trying to trap these things. We're out there trying to help these spirits, not only the living, but the dead, you know? And I think if people were just not so dulled by 
TV and internet and all these different things that maybe it wouldn't be what it is today. It wouldn't be something. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Ashley Garrison is our guest this hour. She is the founder of Proof Positive Paranormal. Ashley, what has been the most uh, challenging investigation that you and your group have done to date? Um, I, I would have to be Northern State Hospital and Farm Grounds. I would have to honestly say, yeah, that that place is a a whole other whole other. Yeah, it's a crazy place to go and investigate, to say the least. Uh, can you tell us about it and uh, tell us about your investigation and what your findings were? Yeah, um, the Northern State Hospital was uh, a, uh, well, an insane asylum pack. It, I think mm -hmm. it closed in about the 1970s is when they said it had closed. Um, it, it has over 1,200 unmarked graves behind the gymnasium. It was where the very first frontal lobotomy was performed or perfected. I can't, I'm pretty sure it was just where the doctors had perfected the operation of the frontal lobotomy. Um, it was a highly, you know, decorated hospital, you know, for humane care and all these things. And I mean, they were basically a self-sustained hospital. The patients built and actually ran the farm grounds and the stores and they were able to, you know, basically live real lives, you know, up to a certain degree. And, uh, so when they closed down, they uh, put a few properties on it. So you really aren't allowed to go into the hospital, but you can go and investigate the farm grounds. And that is usually where we focus our investigations. And I've caught some pretty crazy evidence. I mean, it, even to myself, I have to convince myself, like, I think I'm crazy because the evidence that we capture is like, that's impossible. It's impossible that that's there. It has to be something else. And I mean, we could never duplicate or we can never recreate and we can never make whatever shows up reappear ever, you know, twice. I mean, I've caught in the, a photo that I think is on one of, is on my website. Um, it appears to me and a few other people that six apparitions sitting on a bench where there is no bench. There's it's all tree line where that was at. Mm. And that was caught with a full spectrum camera and I mean, it was caught, it was captured in a concession of four separate pictures, cop, you know, captured in the same spot, just one, two, three, four, right after another. And it, that was the only photo that that had shown up in. And um, so, yeah, that was probably uh, one of the best pieces of evidence to date until our last investigation that we did. And uh, the last investigation that we did, we paired with the group that I hunt with, uh, Bumps Paranormal here in Bellingham. And, um, we all very loud, audibly heard a female scream. And I mean, this was so 
real that it was, I mean, it scared all of us. I mean, we were all trying to find the person that did it, you know, cause it was just too perfect. It sounded too perfect to be real. Like, I mean, we were scouring these farm grounds, like, but there's no way that it could have been somebody messing with us or let alone someone in our group, you know? And I actually caught that on recording and I have that recording. And I mean, all the evidence that pertains to the scream ties into each other because before about four minutes before the scream on an EVP, you hear a female say, I just want to be heard. And then four minutes later, the scream happens. And I capture some weird mists in my camera, and you can hear me in the recording breathing, like, oh, that's got to be my breath. And I'm like, no, because it doesn't look the same, you know? Like, I'm trying to recreate it, and I'm standing by myself in the area, and you hear the scream, and it's between me and the other lead investigator at Bumps, and it was perfectly in between me and him. And, I mean, I've never seen this guy so scared in my life, like, I got excited when I saw him so scared because it was to me that kind of validated it, you know, because I do go in with some sort of skepticism. I don't believe when somebody comes up to me and is like, Oh, I just saw a ghost run across the field. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, okay, sure you did. Because you have to hold that sense of skepticism. So, um, that was probably the best pieces of evidence that we've caught other than, um, we've caught in faces. I mean, we've captured dog faces. I mean, I've caught captured little children's voices. I've, captured EVPs of singing and women and you know they always say our names when we come back there to go hi Ashley or you know I'm like do you remember me and they say yes and they follow us around and they really don't want to answer direct questions it's more like they just kind of join into the conversation it's kind of strange how the evidence comes from there because like I said I I think I'm crazy at the time because it's like I the evidence is just almost mind-bottling it's i don't know i'll have no how to explain it other than that you know so, yeah, I, I, that would probably be the i find it rather funny when, when when you when you're the members of different organizations call it ghost hunting because isn't what you do when you hunt something is you you track it then you kill it how can you kill something that's already dead <laughs> I can see it in that sense, but I guess I I say ghost hunter because that is how it is best known as. That's how people are going to be like, oh, okay, I, I get what you're saying now. Because paranormal investigators are like, huh? Like like I said, I've had some pretty stupid questions asked. Like I've been talking to people about it who ask me questions or are very curious about it, and they're like, oh, well, they'd like talk to you in like English and stuff? And I'm like, well, what, what else would they talk to me in binary? <laughs> you know, so it's like I just say ghost hunter because it's easy. Well, yeah, I guess we do track down ghosts, but I don't trap them and want to kill them. If anything, I want to try and help them. If I can't help them, maybe I can bring somebody who can, you know, like a psychic or medium, not sure. necessarily saying that I've ever met one that I have convinced me that they're a real psychic or a medium because there are some people out there who just kind of do it for the attention of it, you know, and I get that, you know, it's people these days, it's kind of hard to take people's stories as you know, hundred so, percent. Listen, listen. Yeah. Ask me. There's there's new ghost bus uh, Ghostbuster movie coming out. Ghost Hunter movie coming out uh, with what is it? Four female Ghostbusters and and a male secretary. How do you think that this is going to affect the established ghost hunting groups when Hollywood comes out with another spoof towards ghost hunters? 
You know, in, in the sense that it's the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, like I said, I've been, people have asked me, oh, you like the Ghostbusters or you like that show Supernatural. I'm like, no, I am not Dean Winchester. You know, like I said, Hollywood kind of, um, I, I don't want to like curse or anything, but they basically made it really hard for people like me, you know, because it's, like I said, people are afraid to talk about it. You know, they're like, oh, well, I just, you know, they, they tell me these really ridiculous stories to expect me to believe it, you know, because that's what Hollywood did, you know? Okay, well, ghosts are 99% of the time nothing like what it says in Hollywood, you know? So Hollywood did a number on us that's going to take a really long time for us to undo. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, like you said, babysitting in this country mm -hmm. is kind of a thing these days because people are unfortunately not that bright these days it's a generation of smartphones and dumb people so it's rather that's being rather hard on the public isn't it i mean they're yes and no you know i get called crazy for what i do you know i'm not calling them crazy i'm not calling them necessarily stupid i'm just saying that people just like to believe the first thing that comes along you know what i mean like Somebody posts a video on YouTube of a guy running across the room in a sheet and he, you know, does some fancy digitizing work to it and people pass, try to pass it off as real. When I go to present a piece of evidence, it's called fake or I'm called a liar or, you know, something like that. And that really does kind of irritate me because I'm not doing this to for attention. You know, I don't go out of my way to people's houses and spend my own money mm -hmm. on my own equipment to go out and fake my own evidence. Like that would just be redundant, you know? So, I mean, there are some groups out there that have done that before, you know, and I've heard about it, you know, but not that I've ever met them. I've heard about it, you know, but I've been called crazy. So why can't I call them, you know, small minded for not being able to, well, but is something it, but, that has been so widely. But how can you say? It, you know, how, wait exactly. a sec. Hold on here. You've got dual standards because you tell me before the news break that you want to go out and educate the people. Here you've got people. I do. But wait, a second, wait a second. Absolutely. Wait, wait a second. To, wait a second. Wait. No. 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 Don't interrupt me. Okay. You want to go out and educate people, but when people come to you to dispute your claims. Instead of educating them, you're getting ticked off at them. No, no, no. I don't. No, no. I don't get mad at people. I absolutely take everybody's with a grain of salt. Okay. There absolutely has to. I love a good skeptic. Do not get me wrong. You know what I'm saying. But what I mean is that I guess people, like I said, the ones that really have no idea what is really involved in ghosts and spirit world, like what it really is. You know, they're they're kind of just. Exactly. You know, they, they just want, I don't know, I, I can't really explain it. I guess I, I want to educate people when someone comes up and says, well, that looks like a uh, smoke or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what was going on when the picture was taking place. Mm -hmm. Either they can take that with a, you know, to heart or not. Not everybody's going to believe me. And I absolutely accept that because you know, I'm not going to believe every other ghost or paranormal investigator out there necessarily with their evidence either, mm -hmm. unless I believe that they're credible. Not saying that my group is completely credible. I'm not that well known yet. Hopefully, one day I will be with the evidence that I wait present sec, and the sec, people that sec. I hopefully one day help. Do you realize what you just said? You said well, I just my meant as, you, no, as no, no, no. I just meant you said my group is not credible. You just no, shot. You, you just you just shot yourself in the foot. 
I didn't mean credible. I meant that we're not like well known in the community. Like how you know, like the ghost adventures. They're like to build our credibility. You have to build credibility, right? So in the two years that I've been investigating, the evidence that I have and the clients that I have, the you know, they've always been happy with what I've done. So I mean, my credibility, my known, you know, being known will be more known as my time goes on. That's like how TAPS did and, you know, any other really well-known group out there. It's not like they just started one day and were completely accepted 100%. That takes time. You have to be able to know, people have to know that they can trust what you are presenting. And when I present something, I know for a fact that what I'm presenting, I, to myself, consider to be paranormal. But do Whether you, they do or not, okay, now, it's but, completely up to them. But do you realize what you said and how it has been interpreted by listeners around the world when you said my group is not credible? Yeah, well, I can understand that because I, yeah, I said it, but I meant it in the sense of you got I sl- need to build credibility you've got to, with the you, community. You have to slow down, think about what you're going to say before you say it, because I'm telling you, I, I, I know these people, I know my listeners, you've shot yourself in the foot. So, so let's go back. Let's go, let's, let's go back and, and try and explain what you meant. And do it slowly because you're talking fast. So explain to us what, what I you meant. meant. Was, what I meant was that for how long I've been investigating, I just need to build up credibility with the community and with people who are going to come to me. Because when somebody calls a paranormal group or investigators, they are wanting answers. They're not going to want to call somebody who's not going to know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So with the clients that I've had and the evidence that I present and the backers that I have, even with the small amount of time that I do have, I think that in time, yes, I will be, my group will be very, very credible as in the sense of, you know, you're going to be able to trust anything that I present. I understand, like, if I were to start my group, like I said, the first day I started my group and presented the evidence, I had, you know, 10 followers, you know, and then I had people disputing my evidence, and that's fine. And like I said, I would try to explain the the conditions of the investigation, and if they believed it or not, that's up to them. Because there's always going to be somebody that's going to dispute evidence, absolutely. And that's what drives me to get better evidence next time, you know, to be able to prove it even better next time, to hone in my investigation skills, to be like, no, okay, so no, this what, piece of evidence was questioned. It's all right. And so now if I the evidence, if the evidence is going to be the same from from one location to the next, it's not the evidence that needs to be better presented. It's not the evidence that's at fault. It's the presentation of the evidence. How it is presented is how it is perceived by the different people as to whether or not it's credible or not. The evidence, no, the that. evidence stays the same. You know what I mean? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no, because I mean, I've we've have some you know evidence on our uh, website that is a video that no expert can explain. You know, and that we've not been able to find one other group who's even ever. Ex- Experience something like that. So yes, I am in a sense experiencing new evidence that I can't even explain myself. So when I present it, I'm I'm presenting it as 
paranormal in the sense of not of ghosts, but something that I just can't explain. You know what I mean? Because it's something that nobody can explain. And I mean, I still watch this video in just complete awe, and I'm just, what is it? What could it be? I mean, it's not a glitch. It's not, you know, it's not a laser pointer. It's nothing. It's no light because there's no light source. It's just something that completely steps out of the black void, and it's static on a video, and it's shaped as a person, and it comes towards the video, you know what I mean, or the camera. And no expert can explain it. They said, we don't know because it's not a glitch. It's impossible to glitch like that. So when I have something that is impossible and I present it, other people are going to be like, okay, yeah, that's obviously fake because nobody has ever seen it. Or you haven't found somebody who can identify it yet. That's, I guess, but I mean, if I'm, if I'm giving my evidence over to experts in that field, and they haven't seen it. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe there is one person out there who has. Maybe one day I'll find them and they can explain to me because I would love to meet that person and shake their hand if they could explain that to me, you know, because mm -hmm. I just would like to know myself, you know. Have you, have you brought the video to, have you brought the video to, to video experts or are you just keeping it within the, the paranormal community? No, have you gone yeah. outside? Yeah, I, yeah, yep, yep, absolutely. We have seek. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Ashley Garrison is our guest. She is the founder of Proof Positive Paranormal. And their website is Proof Positive Paranormal Group NW.com. Ashley, tell me about the members of your team. How many are there, are there and what are their functions? Um, like I said before, my mom is the uh, case manager, I guess you would say. She's been on a few investigations. She's kind of likes the more the computer side of it. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a few other investigators that are just just that, investigators. I've got um, a few new people that I'm just trying to train, and they're quite young, so that's, I kind of like that because it's, they haven't really been influenced by any other 
groups or anything like that. So I can kind of train them the way that I want to. Um, it's hard to really keep investigators because, uh, just because most likely the weather around here, because we, in the winter, we don't really hunt that much. So it's kind of just in the summer that we do it, you know, and it's, everybody works and it's hard just to keep schedules, but the investigators that I do have, I trust very much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I trust their opinions and I don't think that they're, you know, over exaggerating and things because that's just one of the things I don't, I can't stand is somebody who just can see something and everything. So uh, you, you said that you don't investigate or you do a few investigations in the winter because of the weather. Yeah. I mean, cause it just gets so cold. Like we do obviously go in the winter, but mm -hmm. it, it's hard to get, other people that stay for the amount of time that I like to go for. I like to go for four or five hours, you know, and it's, you know, 30 degrees and you're standing in concrete buildings and just standing there for hours at a time. It's, it gets really cold. And I mean, yeah, it's tiring and you feel really drained the next couple of days. And when you work full time, I know I get that it's hard, you know, it's, it's definitely hard to uh, get everybody all on the same schedule. You know what I mean? So it's, so it's in the winter we try to do less just because of the, yeah, just the weather, the rain here. I mean, you can't really investigate a lot outside or, you know, yeah, just because rain, you're going to get just contamination and it's just too hard to hunt a lot around here because this is northwest Washington and we're rain. We don't uh, tan, we rest. All right. I want to thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. Take care of yourself. And Exxon Nation, Ashley Garrison has been our guest this hour. Proof Positive Paranormal Group. Dot G W. I'm sorry, NW. That's Proof Positive Paranormal Group NW.com. I've never heard anyone say that their group their group is incredible before. Freudian slip. I have to read, uh, let me see, where did you put a Craig? All right, let me see. This is what uh, they have on their website. Their organization claims that it is a leading a it is a leading that it is leading a profound transformation in the country. Their commitment to stand firm in their actions, which they believe will provide results and positive changes in their community. To achieve this, and this is a quote, we have a team of leaders and visionaries who every day make possible the transformation they want, except in the winter when it's too cold. They also claim to have a very well-structured volunteer program, which welcomes people of all ages, sexes, vocational, and educational levels, who wish to be linked to the social impact actions they take as part of the core activities of the organization. You be the judge. My, uh, my jury's already in. That's it for tonight, Exonation. I'll be back tomorrow night at 8 o'clock as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And as I always say, if you can help somebody out, please do. We are brothers keepers. And always, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light.